you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 116. What's up, Neil? What's up, dude? Oh, man, I'm sure you're glad to be dry and indoors after today. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm all kinds of happy right now, man. That's good. That's I feel, good. I feel so free over here. Yeah. I got, like, spatial freedom. I could, I could run in the other room right now with my headphones on. So, uh, <laughs> listeners, usually I'm trying to dodge uh, Neil's headphone wire and he got an extension tonight so it's just yeah, a happy place in here. yeah man it's good you got about an extra 25 feet i'm telling you i bet i could touch that wall <laughs> <laughs> well we got great guests here tonight we've got full disclosure the full band welcome guys hey hey, hey how's it hey, going we'll let you guys introduce yourself in just a second but first we're going to enjoy a little bit of uh flat boat single barrel open Be that moment. up for us lance let's oh, hear what that yeah. sounds like <laughs> Oh, yeah. Actually, let me have that. Let me that, have was bring that. that was that actually was, perfect. Yeah, that was perfect. That was a good one. So, cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 All right. So, this is going to... Uh, we're we're deep into May at this point with this one, right? Mm-hmm. We still got to talk about... May 27th. We still got to talk about April 9th. Yeah, April 9th. That was a good night. April 9th. Oh, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Saturday night, uh, went out and saw Hill Figs. Yep, Whirling Glory Tiger. Days, Whirling Tiger, at the Whirling Tiger. <sighs> Dude. Hill Figs crushed it. <laughs> they all crushed it, but <laughs> they were awesome. it was the Hill Figs CD release. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was packed. Yeah, it they was. killed it. So, that's, a, that's a cool venue, too. Yeah, the old, the Odeon is now Whirling Tiger, which I think it's set up uh, way cooler now. It's a neat venue. It's awesome. It's made yep. for music. It's yeah. made for, have you guys been or played or? Yeah. I haven't played there, but it's it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it sounds yeah. great too. Yeah. yeah. It's it's such a good setup. Yeah. Very, very artist friendly. The stage is, it's big. Um, yeah, man. And yeah, they, that was a good time. It. Good show. So you guys probably just saw like the big stage, right? Mm-hmm. They also have like, the, I saw like a three-piece jazz trio there. Uh, like just in kind of the main room right next to the bar. Okay. Now, oh, really? Where yeah. the, okay. where the yeah. uh, piano is set up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw yeah. that. Did yeah, you was... see that part? The small, you're talking about the smaller bar, like yeah. right there, right outside the restrooms, and you go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was very vibey in there, too. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah, of cool just... little nooks, you know, you can go hang out and go upstairs, drink a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beer. 
<laughs> what do you think of this bourbon? I don't know yet. <laughs> Let me think. Hmm. It's a high. It's good. Good. Yeah. It's not really good or really, really good, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's good. I like it's, it. That's, it's our, it's that's our scale. We have good, really good, really, really good, and really, really, really good. <laughs> well, There's some incont- really interesting flavor in there. I can't there tell is, what that's, it is. That's that's it. There's something in there that's not. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> the spirit of the river as they advertise. <laughs> 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 Gotta be. Cheers. There you go. Here we go. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. So we're going to let you guys just go around the table and introduce yourselves to the listeners, and then we'll jump in. Cool. Um, I'm August Kingsley. I yeah. play the keyboards. Uh, my name is Matthew. Ma- Matthew Oni. I play the bass in Full Disclosure. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm Mason Beard. Uh, I sing in Full Disclosure. And uh, yeah, that's me. Luke, I'm Luke Stanton. I play drums. I'm Lance Oliphant. I play guitar. All right. Welcome back, Lance. You've been on the Top Hill Recording Podcast before. Sir. It's good to see you again. Yes, glad to be here. So why don't we start off, why don't you guys go back and uh, tell us the origins of Full Disclosure, how the, how the band originated, who was the first to start, and just kind of <laughs> take us from there. Do we, want, do we want to start with this side of the origin yeah. story or, or yeah. that side? How about well, you start? Well, first, start? we were born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's kind of, honestly, like two sides of the origin story. So for me, I started in high school making music just on my own, like couldn't stand sitting in class. So I would just like sit on my iPad and make songs on my iPad and GarageBand. Nice. Um, so I was doing that for a while, put out a little EP. It's still out there. Uh don't recommend listening to it. It's not great, <laughs> uh, but it's out there. What's it um, called? Come on, what's it called? Uh, Parapraxis. Okay. The name is probably my favorite part about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, started doing that in high school um, and then joined in with the rest of these guys. I guess someone else can take over for the other half of the story here. Well, I know Lance and I were in a guitar class my senior year of high school, and uh, we just started, we started jamming, and we realized that we liked playing with each other, and we were like, we should jam, and... Uh, I invited Matthew over here to play bass, and uh, soon we started to get some sort of combo together, and we uh, played in front of the whole high school, which was still maybe our biggest show, but it was, uh, <laughs> but it was a great time. And once once that happened, we realized that we liked playing with each other. And here in Louisville, yeah, yeah. at uh, North Oldham High School, North Oldham, Oldham High School, that's right. Yeah, and we slowly kind of trickled in from there. Were you yeah. guys nervous about that show? Oh yeah, we yeah. practiced for like six months on <laughs> various. Well, actually, it was only about four or five covers for that show, but we uh, we grinded. We really, really practiced for that stuff. So. Yeah, what'd you play? Uh, we played Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we played Jump by Van Halen. Oh yes, uh, that one actually everybody got pretty crazy. They all like stormed the bleachers or yeah. stormed off the bleachers and stuff. It was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a then, surreal uh, moment. It was. We played uh, two other songs, I think. Y'all played Gravity. I was in the yeah, class. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We played John Mayer. A wide assortment. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Right. They were nice. like, Lance, you gotta learn that solo note for note. That's, like, right. Okay. And That's right. Eventually figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> so at some point, uh, all of them were playing cover songs. The, the original singer for that band, um, we'll name her name, but 
she ended up getting kicked out of the band or something, or she wanted to leave. I don't know the story for that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Lance came up to me one day. It was mutual. <laughs> um, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Until she found out we were still playing, and then she's like, oh, can I join again? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she ended up leaving the band. Um, Lance came up to me one day and was asking if I, I wanted to join the cover band, so... We ended up playing, you know, like four-hour cover gigs at local bars. Uh, we played at Wix Pizza mm-hmm. a dozen times, probably. Maybe um, more. Yeah. And at some point, I was like, hey, Lance, you want to play this full disclosure stuff that I've been playing, making? Uh, recorded a guitar solo on one of my songs that was just like purely electronic and vocals. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit. This is all- Are we allowed to... Oh, no cussing. Right. No cussing. Oh, shoot. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. You say whatever you um, want. I'm going to be labeled explicit now yeah. on Spotify. <laughs> oh, shucks. Right. Oh, shiggity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I heard a guitar solo from Lance on one of my songs for the first time. I was like, man, that's way cooler. So uh, yeah. from there, uh, the two kind of just joined in. Uh, I think August and Luke played in a jazz band in college together. So Luke joined in. Oh yeah. Center college, baby. Yeah. That was before oh, we geez. started at Wix. Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't think the band was actually assembled yet. I think you all had mm-hmm. another drummer and yeah. So uh, Luke, you had to have the longest hair at center. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't start growing it until my <laughs> freshman year. In fact, it was oh, yeah. like August and I were in the same fraternity and like I sort of became that fraternity guy that grew out his hair. <laughs> um, the so rebel. I just became known for that and then the mustache came and then afterwards. The mustache came. <laughs> it was, it was a transformation. It's for good sure. that y'all met each other when you did because we were kind of in danger of, you know, not having yeah. a drummer and therefore not being a band. Yeah, yeah. there was fine. there was a good couple months where it was it was shaky at best. Like we yeah. were we were showing up to a quote rehearsal and you know one of us wouldn't show up or three of us wouldn't yeah. show up and oh. I, we it was just one of those things. And uh, when Luke came in, it was like all right. This is yeah. this is good. We're yeah. good, and we can go somewhere with this. So, yeah. when did all this become full disclosure? Uh, probably, sure. we play, I think we played two cover gigs under Mint Condition was our uh, our cover band name, <laughs> and we played maybe two or three of those gigs. Um, and Were then you guys the, doing the three sets, four hours. Yeah. Two in the morning, yep. three yep. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. The first two sets are mint condition. Last two is like near mint. Just about. We're not as good as we were just a little yeah. while ago. No, yeah, I definitely had to get my vocal chops up for those shows. Uh, Four hours is a brutal. long time to Can sing. you guys tune down, have a step, please? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, our first like kind of show picture that we posted was June 11th of 2018. Oh, okay. Uh, Where was that? You got that on your phone, up. huh? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Right here. yeah. <laughs> I'm the oh, guy yeah. in the ferry right. Oh, wow. <laughs> All unrecognizable. There are no mustaches in that group. It looks like no. summer camp or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Just about, yeah. Our band pictures have definitely improved since uh, setting up a tripod and taking a picture in a creek. <laughs> Just uh, children. Yeah, but probably around the third or fourth gig uh, after me and Lance had been doing the full disclosure thing kind of on our own, we kind of just, I was like, hey, we need a full band. You guys want to play? And uh, we merged. Yeah, we merged, yeah. and that's the history pretty much. Two forces become one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and jump right into a song. Yeah, for sure. Tell us about exponentially. I think we'll let August take the lead on this right. one. Well, okay. I took a uh, songwriting class when I was uh, at school my sophomore year, and that was my final, interestingly enough. So mm. I was actually writing it for a grade. Um, I wish but, I, that dude 
that talk about motivation to write a song. You would have graduated. I would have graduated. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I wrote it intending for all of us to play it. Um, you know, I didn't want it to go to waste. So, and then once I brought it to everybody, it definitely became better and definitely became more of a cohesive collection of the five of us. Um, so, you know, that was just something that kind of built up just with school and then blossomed into this. So, yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah. And to add on to that real quick, too, it's probably that song's on our uh, debut album. And uh, compared to the rest of the album, it's probably the most, it's kind of like Killers esque, uh, definitely like the most pop rocky. Um, so, it's like a nice little break from the cryptic, psychedelic thing mm-hmm. that's going on the rest yeah. of the album. So how different how's this song evolved since you wrote wrote the song for your class? I I just think it becomes more musically, you know, cohesive. I think um I had my ideas weren't completely developed and I was rushed in making it. So I really got we really got to spend time with it and sit on it and mull it over. Um but I think it just becomes more energetic. There's, you know, more thought to the way the melodies move and the way the instrumentation is. Um, so I, I'd love it so much more. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't imagine. And Neil, you know, it kind of sounds like they got together at center and said, look, August is a senior and he's paid half a million dollars over four <laughs> years. <laughs> if he writes a damn song, let's give him a, let's let's give, give, let's give him a I, was just, I was just thinking, man, I, what kind of a dick teacher would give you a D? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to go into a little more detail, like, uh, initially the song it didn't have any intro it just kind of started with the lyrics right and then it just went to the chorus and then went to the verse and then very cookie cutter the chorus and that was kind of it you know mm-hmm. and so one day we were jamming on it and Luke just kind of does this beat and uh, we're like oh this is cool maybe this could be the intro you know so now we yeah. have this whole like bigger structure and then one time I was like hey can I play a guitar solo and they're like sure so Why not? then that was thrown in there, and then August put a solo in there too. After that, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, now we have this whole arrangement. So yeah, yeah, it's really cool how it evolves with the whole band. You know, right. we yeah. all just kind Everybody of Everybody doing their piece. Yeah, yeah, and like all of our songs, we all get like writing credit, which is really cool to me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right, let's check it out exponentially. Before me, a tidal wave is swirling. Serotonin deficiency underneath me, eagle soaring, intimidating heartbeats, anticipating the rapture. Already knowing that you cheat. All I wanted was full disclosure. All these things are coming too close to me.
Where'd you guys record that? Good story. Lots actually. of different places, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, in like September of, I think, 2020, right? 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, September of 2020, uh, Luke brought his drum set into the big theater at uh, Mason's and I's uh, school, uh, Bellarmine. Uh, and uh, we just kind of set up in there and took a while, but uh, somehow we got every single song recorded. That night, uh, for the whole album, and just so then, drums or everything, just, just drums, just drums. Just drums. Yeah. And uh, so then after that, we kind of like step recorded. So we recorded each. What? Thing, how did like, you? How did you track those drums? Was there anything going along with it, or did you just play on to a metronome? Not even a metronome. <laughs> Just straight up played it. Just raw. Yeah. Let me say this man's a great drummer. He's a freaking robot. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. Yeah. That's wild, <laughs> yeah. man. So you just set up in this room and all right, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Seriously, yeah. do like, your thing, man. So is that right, something Luke, available to? It. Was that available to you guys as students? Uh, recording. We were actually recording space? in the auditorium. Okay. Uh, we kind of it was kind of a good sound. I mean, Lance is the audio guy, but um, so you guys brought your home. own gear in there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Brought a couple of microphones from the audio people there, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of set up the like acoustic stuff that was on the stage for live performances. Put up some blankets on whiteboards around there to kind of help a little bit. I don't know if it helped at all, but yeah, it probably uh, did. Yeah, yeah but, uh, a little bit for sure. But uh, yeah, that was the start, which is crazy. That I mean, there was not even. Not even like a demo that Luke was playing along with. It was literally just like how we did rehearse because we rehearse all of the songs like you know a dozen times beforehand. But um, yeah, dude, that's not a normal Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically Luke wrote the whole album. <laughs> oh, man. Right. Yeah, I won't go that far. Yeah. He, put, Look, he man, put his foot down on those tracks. tracks. When you do uh, an entire record in a in a evening, you did write the record because it, now everybody has to follow along because there's no right. going back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sound is the sound at that point, man. There's no recreating that drum sound. It would be tough to get in there. Right, where were the mics? Where was the blanket? Where oh, was yeah. this? Where was that? Could you imagine? Yeah. No. I don't think you could. No. I just, I kind of just sat down and was did what I was told to. I mean, Lance took care of all the engineering aspects and like Mason had some ideas in there somewhere. But yeah, it was just collaborative effort on that part. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's wild. All right, go. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Let it rip. Should I count myself in? I am the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted, on our like first song, Bridges, uh, there was like these stick clicks that Luke did before like it came in. And I was like, oh man, we should really keep those. It sounds cool. <laughs> and Luke was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like I didn't do it with that much purpose. And I was like, it sounded like purpose to me. Well, the cra <laughs> and to me, the craziest part about that, not to just be like, I mean, Luke's all humble over here. It's pretty crazy. But um, like a couple of like Bridges, for example, that one song, um, most of the song is in, I think it's in 12. Mm -hmm. um, so it, and that one's not too complicated. It's just like a lot of like three against four polyrhythms. Uh, but the last song in the album, the Dao, is it's in five, the whole song. The bridge is in six. There's a bar of 11, which is a drum solo. And then the outro alternates between five and six. I believe I think it's five, six, five, six, five, five, yep. six, five, six, five. Yep. Oh, wow. Nothing yeah. else. No metronome. <laughs> well, I, I wrote down cookie cutter because. Uh, Thank you, Lance. You said hey, that's the most cookie cutter, and I was like, "There's nothing cookie cutter <laughs> about any of it." Because you know, it's uh, I, I, you all don't 
limit yourself with, all right, we got to do this in this amount of time. We got to do this. And, um, and it took me till, I don't know, about the seventh song. And I went, all right, I think I've got who I, who they, the, the mesh is. You ready for this? All right. Yeah. Pink Floyd and Incubus. It's like, those two had oh, a little see. baby and made this, yeah. made yeah. this sound and vibe because there is no, like I said, no limitations. So musically, you'll change speed. You'll change direction. You'll go from up to down, back to up, and then not be, uh, not be limited to go back wherever you want, which I would imagine in a live show bodes well because you really can have complete freedom to do what you want to do. And, uh, yeah, man. Well, I, what do you think about that? Pink Floyd, Incubus. Yeah, I've heard like two songs by Incubus, but I'd say from those two songs, it's yeah. pretty accurate. Could we, I don't I don't know if this is typical on the podcast or something, but could we listen to like 30 seconds of an Incubus song? <laughs> <laughs> play, yeah, uh, I've never heard them before, actually. They play, uh, yeah, they had like one or two songs on Guitar Hero. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, most our, the the play, comparison. Play, play "Wish You Were Here." Oh hell! You made me spill my oh. bourbon. Oh no! Damn it, Matthew. Yeah, maybe this will help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is the uh, Blanton's bourbon bag. <laughs> it's been used for this before. <laughs> we, we are professionals at cleaning up spilled bourbon at this point. <laughs> we can yeah, clean it up with paper. We happened. can clean it up with the old uh, bourbon bags. Wish you were here. Is that it? There you go. It might be your vocal qualities as well. Mm. Sound like Bellman's Auditorium. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. This All is right. sick. All right. This really wasn't one of their big songs. I just... It's a killer tune. Oh, I can tell. Oh, I see. I see. Across the blue brain. Oh, yeah, I see. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, you want to play a little more? Yeah, you got to hit the chorus, <laughs> man. You got to hit the Alright, you can turn it off, man. We just had to get to the... <laughs> All right, there you go. That's Man. my. That was my comparison. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Incubus. Yeah, yeah, it's like Creed, but less cheesy. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no cheese. Uh, the only cheese in Incubus is they got uh, caught in the time where that that was going on. Chicka, chicka, with the DJ, <laughs> yeah, but it was in all the bands of that time. Hey, I'll right. take it. I'll yeah, take it. yeah, they're, they're, they were good. Yeah, honestly, I think the biggest comparison we tend, at least that I've heard, is uh, Pink Floyd and Tool. So yeah. I, think, yeah. I think honestly the incubus might be a little bit more accurate more of an app yeah, description. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I think vocally you guys have a lot of accurate uh, tone. Yeah. Tonage, tonal qualities. You should start writing a uh a music analysis blog or something. Music nah, group just, analysis. Yeah, I'd have to write something. <laughs> <laughs> you probably dictate now. <laughs> you could you imagine what that would look like with the way I talk? It'd be like <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you really nailed it because, I mean, 
David Gilmore, Pink Floyd is definitely my biggest influence, I'd say, especially on my guitar playing. Mm. Yeah. You know, like I even built my guitar based off of his, you know, so. Well, yeah. you can't go wrong with trying to emulate that type of tone and that type of style because the, the, the thing that was, that I, I think sets him apart is, is the things he doesn't do, what he doesn't play, what he will sit in, you know, what, uh, not that's not, you know, a lot of guitar players want to play as many notes as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm one of them. You know, give me a if I'm going to try to do a bluegrass run, I want to play 500 notes. Look at me, notes I can play. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not good if I can't do that, right? But it's not. That's not it. It's just about taste. It's about not playing that and sitting on that bend and 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 I don't think that you know uh, you mentioned gravity earlier. That's a that's a big part of what I think makes John Mayer mm. such a, a great guitar player, uh, legend. He can do everything, but, you know, how many times do you listen to a John uh, Mayer record and he plays a super simple solo, but it just tastes perfect. It yeah. sits. Everything is right about it. It's the note selection. All about selection. Yeah, yeah and it's for the song, too, which I think yes. is something the two of them have in common. It's like... Yep. You know, they have their moments where it's like, okay, shit, that's a cool guitar solo. But for the most part, it's like, like that's how the guitar part's supposed to be for yeah, the song. Right, right where it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, and I think these kind of guys that you're talking about, like, speak so much because they sing through their guitar. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. just so lyrical. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how many of you guys are music majors? One. One? <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. That's, that's why you were in charge of the microphones in the right. auditorium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Lance's job these days, doing all the sound. Yeah. Um, I started out as a music major, but uh, decided music college wasn't quite for me. Oh, so. I thought you were like, yeah. I decided I like money and got in a different major. <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't have gone to college if I liked money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so he made music in his high school classes and then... Thought music major would be the path, and it didn't work out, huh? Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I took about, and really the reason I thought the music major would be a good way to go is like during high school, I took a bunch of music classes. I was in like percussion classes and uh, like choir stuff, um, and that was like the best part of the day. Every single day of the week was the mm -hmm. music classes. Um, so I was like, well, I mean, if I can, I can deal with school when it's music related. But then when I went to do it, I'm like. Like I can teach all this stuff to myself on YouTube yeah. and like right. the stuff that I'm not too interested in. Like once he like, graduated high school, musical, he said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, exactly." Right? No, yeah. man. But that yeah. that, that uh, it does make sense. Yeah, and so I, I just it allowed me to like kind of focus on the creative stuff that I like to do, and then like hand off the like the technical stuff to Lance, like the recording and like how the sound it's on the stage should sound. Dude, that handoff is a great handoff. Hey, dude, great. it's yeah. on you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like and I and I know my theory decently, but that too, it's like I've got like at least I know like probably th three of the guys in the band know theory better than I do. So mm -hmm. if I'm like, oh, it's supposed to sound like da, da 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 and like I want it to sound like this, they're like, Oh, you're talking about a diatonic fifth <laughs> flat, whatever, you know, and it's like okay. sure, yeah. yeah it sounds good. It sounds like <laughs> better when you blah, do blah, it. Blah. <laughs> yeah. Could you yeah. notate that for me? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. So the, the same thing about not being the audio engineer that's awesome is like the same thing about not being the drummer. 
You don't have to lug all the shit around. <laughs> like, oh, right. sweet. Hey, That's I bet Luke job. was happy when Mason said, hey, you don't need to bring your drums. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Right, yeah, like exactly. Small kit, I mean, and you're going to look huge tonight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that little kit's fun to play. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited. And it sounds, it sounds great on the one shots. Yeah, it does. That's one of the, that's the biggest problem we had when we first started one shots. You know, people would bring these, you know, 24 inch kicks in, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we're recording with one mic or, so or, like, uh, or the brightest, you know, crash symbol they could find. And, you know, and then doesn't, work, it doesn't work well with one mic yeah, and then play it repetitively. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear anything except that. <laughs> yeah, that's one tough thing about recording that I've learned. The cymbals are louder than anything else. Yeah. And you've got to, I don't know, figure out a way to well, mitigate it. I don't know. Well, you know, you see, so we would always tell the drummers, you need to be able to hear the vocalist singing. Yeah. If you can't hear the vocalist singing, you're playing too loud. But, you know, some people just, they got to play at a certain velocity or they can't play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but uh-huh. you know what else you learn uh, in the process of all this is how many tricks have been, you know, like studio tricks have been done to records you've listened to forever and would have never known, like, you know, towels over snares and and things like that that you would never, you don't think that's what's going on. You think that you're in this big studio, they're just playing full out. It's just a band. But you go back and watch mm-hmm. like the Muscle Shoals documentaries or Beatles documentaries. They mm-hmm. always have something on the drums. It seems like yeah, yeah. On yeah. the Get Back documentary, when they were in that gigantic yeah. space, you look at the snare, it's always got something on it. Yep. It needed a did they comforter. Have, did they have hot something. rods and cool rods and all those things oh, back yeah. then? They had all the tricks back then, I'm sure, because they definitely had brushes back in the jazz days. I think they had brushes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That says my brush uh, vocals. <laughs> That's one of, the, one of the coolest things, though, is that little brush circle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you do that, Luke? Yeah, I, I took some drum lessons back in college. All right, man. I know a thing or two about Learned to try to like emulate <laughs> that, but... We're going to do a, a, a drum brush tutorial on one shots coming up. <laughs> oh, man, Look I need that. Uh, Luke, here we are. Yeah. That's actually one of the things Got that uh, convinced me to not do music school anymore. I was a... Perco- like, we had to choose an instrument to like... Uh, I forget the word, but like to specialize in basically uh, for your major. major. Yeah. Oh. And um, so mine was drums. And then when I got to the point where he's like, all right, we're doing bossa novas and uh, brush rhythms on the drums. And you have to do the, the the thing you're talking about, the circle with the brush <laughs> and this? like do the other thing. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, maybe music college isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, put me in culinary school or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll stick to singing. No, and it's funny because, like, Mason is kind of, like, the one that inspired me the most to go to what I'm majoring in now. Yeah, that's a funny know? story, actually. Yeah. So, like, uh, Mason came to my house to record um, that first, the first like, guitar solo we were talking about before on uh, the song Entropy. Actually, it's yeah. on the album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. And so… Uh, he like came over and like I was in tears. It was really weird. And like this is one of the first times we like it's a come to out. Jesus moment. Yeah. <laughs> and so like that morning, I like woke up and like for some weird reason like watched some uh, motivational video. Joel's and then team. I was like, dang, like I don't want to do engineering. Like that's not I, I'm. I just don't want. That's not my calling. You know, I want to do music. You know, I just felt it inside my. Soul and I was. Uh, oh, what'd your college advisor say? I bet that's the first time that's ever happened. He's yeah. like, "How could you give up driving trains?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 
didn't know he was college for that, did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I am in a different kind of engineering, so. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you ended up uh, engineering the drums on that. I mean, Are you're you still in school in now? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on my last semester. Okay. So you got the big, uh, what do they call it? The Like, uh, the big show? Yes, the recital. The recital, yeah. It's I on, like the uh, big show better. That's pretty good. <laughs> you got the big show coming up yes. in that college career of yours? <laughs> <laughs> it's April 23rd at 3 at Bellarmine. Oh, that's right around the corner. Yes. Are you nervous Are you or ready? excited? A little bit. I'm Both. a little nervous, but I just got all the arrangements done. Oh, so. yeah. So can you bring any of these guys in, or does it have to be Bellarmine students? Um, it's mostly Bellarmine students, but uh, actually August is playing. Uh, Heck yeah. He's on it. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be a good show. I'm really excited about it. It seems, that seems like that's something that's taken really seriously at uh, at Bellarmine. Because mm-hmm. we've had a lot of pe- you know music people come in from Bellarmine and talk, talk about their recital. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think the Day Cruise folks, they were just getting ready to do what yes. it was. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it, it went really well. He failed. Um, Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> he did not graduate. <laughs> I, I hope he graduated for real. <laughs> they, they ended up failing him because we played Day Cruise songs. He's <laughs> <laughs> they, like, we can't take you seriously with that key tar. Key <laughs> tar. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, let's check out another tune. Yeah, <laughs> tell us about the Dow. Mm. Well, the Dow was uh, my first attempt at writing a song in something other than four four. Uh, I actually wrote that one when I was still in music school at Bellarmine, um, and I don't remember. I think it was, I think it was Vicarious by Tool, and the first like rock song I ever heard. Well, maybe not the first rock song, but the first like. Like not not like a rush song or something like that. Like a first like heavy metal mm-hmm. song that was in five, and I was like, I didn't even know you were allowed to do that. <laughs> and uh, obviously, the Dow is it's not a heavy metal song, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll mess around with five. Uh, came up with this like really basic chord progression in five. Let it sit in my computer for about a year, um, and then during like when everything was like totally locked down in 2020. Um, that was just something I spent a lot of time doing was writing songs. So I came back, I was like searching through all my old like little demos that I'd made. Um, came across that one and I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool chord progression. Um, pretty much wrote the rest of the thing out in the rest of the day. Um, the demo at least. Um, honestly, that's probably one of the songs that changed the most from the demo that I wrote to like the final version of it. No, because I remember... It's uh, now in 4-4. Mason... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mason like showed me the song uh, like in like its earliest stage probably. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I mean... It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah. It was just like, all right, that's, you tried to write a song in five. Yeah. And it was very repetitive. And I don't know. It just didn't have its vibe yet, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And that, that maybe has the most, that should win the most improved award for out of all the songs on that record. That are introspective. Of the year. Yeah. Oh, introspective yeah, yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, and then uh, the lyrical content too on that one is really, that's probably one of my favorites that I've written. That one and uh, Bridges are probably my two current favorites. Um, but yeah, there's just kind of in general. Um, Definitely one of our favorites to play too. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. And, we, and, <laughs> and kind of like I was saying earlier, that song, most of it's in five, Bridges in six. There's a 11 beat drum sol- or drum fill in it. Uh, and then the outros. Isn't it nine? 
Yeah, it's oh, nine. Oh, it's nine. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a nine. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Good. Same thing, yeah. 9, 11, 13, 15. Goodness uh, gracious. How dare you, man? Get it together. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but yeah, when we do it live, here's the crazy part. When we do it live, they're like, nah, the, the five, six, five, six, five thing for the outros, that's too easy. So we do the five, six, five, six, five thing for a while. And then at the very, very end, we do... Was it two bars of six, two bars of five, two bars of four, two bars of three, two, two, one, one. Oh, yeah. And it's like a whole. So, like, how many time signatures we have in this song? All of them. Oh, God. Yeah, just yeah. about. Just <laughs> about. Well, we have one through six and then nine. <laughs> yeah. So, seven. seven. Seven of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, you know fun. what they don't have? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not once. I feel like we need to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> it's a long one, though, right? Yeah, it's a long one. Uh, it's but you know it also, I remember I listened to this today. Lance, you just tear it up at the end of this, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried. Uh, yeah. The, the, honestly, the last chorus, I think, I don't know about collectively, but at least for me, it's like one of my favorite moments on the album where there's... Oh, what we just, let's just play it all. Yeah, let's just let's yeah. play it all. <laughs> all right, here we go. The Dow. Take another breath for me. I can't seem to find my today And I thought that I had left it all behind But I know now that I'm the same which I have always been Should I tell another lie if you hear it though I know that I am responsible for all these sins
forgot about that very end part where we do the false ending. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> just that. So was that in the auditorium? The drums were. Oh, yeah, okay. were. Yeah. So uh, honest, honestly, how many uh how many takes through times through did it take before Luke did it cleanly all the way through? One. Oh <laughs> definitely not one. I Damn, I mean like come on Luke. I'll, I'll say like two or three. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah it was two or three. I remember like with small handful. What was it like bridges? <laughs> like I kept getting bridges stuck on I kept getting stuck on bridges and so I was just like 
skip over like a song every now and then, but yeah, that one was easy. I think the Dow was like probably two takes. Yeah, it wasn't one. It was maybe two. (laughs) (laughs) We kept both tracks. I mean, they were both done perfect. I just wanted to be able to choose. Yeah, (laughs) just Just for safety. Yeah, just in case you know Lance messed up anything on his end. So for our listeners that want to follow you guys more closely, where do they find you? Uh, Instagram's probably the, the first best place. It's uh, fulldisclosure.music. Um, we're on Facebook as well. Uh, yeah, if you're old. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Facebook as well. Uh, we've got a TikTok now because apparently that's cool to all the, yeah, all the kids. I don't quite get it, but it uh, cool. we're on TikTok. TikTok's just full disclosure. We were on there earlier yeah. enough to get the... Yeah, yeah, that, name. Me, that makes me feel good if these guys don't get it because it's like the whole TikTok thing. Nah, I don't get it. We have TikTok too. I think we've got, you know, TikTok should be called. I think squirrel. we're up to like fifteen followers. <laughs> it really? is. Cra- I will say with the TikTok <laughs> thing though, as much as I don't get it and I don't know how to do it, um, I started it back in like the 2020 lockdown period, and like it's crazy how much of an organic reach. I just posted like a kind of like not that funny funny video got like I think over half a million Are plays on it just I had like 100 followers on there or something like that oh like, wow in the yeah. world so. I think I think we have a great TikTok I mean, <laughs> well thanks how should yeah. I know we've got a lot of content on there but yeah, yeah Facebook, Instagram, TikTok we've got a Twitter not really active but uh and then Spotify, iTunes wherever you listen to music we're on Bandcamp. we're on all of them yeah, yeah. Bandcamp as well so uh, alright man yeah. I you, got a good idea okay we'll get one called Squirrel we'll make a, we'll make our own mm. yeah called Squirrel what are you it, talking about? Our own social media mm-hmm. platform? Yeah. Okay. Does that take a bunch of money, I wonder? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, just that's what it reminds me. Squirrel. Oh, squirrel. <laughs> hey, look, squirrel. Pretty much the nature of TikTok. It honestly. is, dude. Yeah. It is. It's perfect. It's a, but So we'll give everybody three seconds. My kids can't pay attention to <laughs> shit. Max video, three seconds. <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> you better get your point across quick. <laughs> there will be no uh, preaching on this thing, man. You're just, it better be funny or cute. <laughs> so you guys, you can have a new release coming April 29th, which will already be released by the time this podcast. Yeah. Our listeners are listening. So tell us about that. Yeah. So uh new song is called Nada. Um, it's definitely probably the most kind of, pop sounding one that we've put out um but i think it still stays true to like the like the kind of rock roots that we've got going on in the original album um it's kind of come together over the past year probably the quickest one that we've ever put together it's like start to finish um we recorded at la la land studios down in louisville um it's the first time being in a real studio it's terrifying hey. uh <laughs> first, fun. first nope. time not being in charge of all the recordings hey, yeah. man. Well, it's yeah. a little scary but yeah. Yeah. kind of a relief it. Yeah, there you go. This was that much now. That's it. I, I, I'd pay that out of pocket not to deal with this shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's it's really the the first album we put out is a lot more like psychedelic, cryptic, like introspective type themes. Um, I think this one really reflects the coming out of like the post COVID world that we're kind of living in right now, where everyone's like kind of like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and hoping to be kind of a, a feeling of hope, uh, kind of a warm feeling song. Um, we're really starting to be a little bit more active as a band. So we're trying to do, you know, just be more active in the, in the local music community um, and the community as a whole. Nice. Um, so I think it kind of reflects that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. 
Did you come to the band with this song, Mason, or how did it how did it start? Yeah, so that's kind of how that's this one started. Um, all the songs we write are kind of it just depends. Like exponentially, August came to us with that one. Um, this one, I came to the band with the song. Um, I really don't even remember. I think we, we rehearsed it like a handful of times, and uh, we were like, "That's a hit." Yeah, everyone threw their parts on. Um, you know, stru- like structurally, I don't think it changed that much, but I mean, definitely like the vibe as a whole, you know, it, it sounds completely different. It was just kind of the same for all of the other songs that we've written. You know, the vibe completely changes. Um, the title of it comes from, if anyone's been to Red River Gorge down in, uh, you know, Eastern Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, if you've ever been through Nada Tunnel, um, that's actually where the name of the song comes from. It's Nada, not no in Spanish. It's not a tunnel. Because um, there's a line... <laughs> See what in, they did there? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of an ironic that's thing. It's pretty great. Um, <laughs> not a natural bridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but there's a line in the in the chorus of the song, it's... Uh, but there's light at the end of the tunnel that I can see. And I think that everyone that listens, to, I think when everyone in here listened to it, they were like, oh, it's, you know, inspirational. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, which is kind of what it's for. Um, and I think it's funny how the title means nothing. So it kind of plays into the irony. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't mean that. I was thinking about not a tunnel when I wrote that line. So, so, um, okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, but yeah. All right. He was also listening to the, a lot of the Dow. And mm-hmm. like, this, yeah. he gets really self-referential in his lyrics. So <laughs> you'll see some of some songs that kind of overlap on like our album where he's like talking about other songs. And then this one, you'll probably oh, I just catch it. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll hear some type of reference to our, whatever we've done in the past. But yeah, it's kind of nice how it all flows together. So did the band name come from a song? I yeah, thought, yeah. I heard yeah. full disclosure in the first song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I put that in there because I don't know. It was it was funny yeah. at the time, and I, but it also that, uh, I love it. Honestly, I and yeah. that's what kind of kickstarted it for me. Like I like when I first heard it. To be honest, I was like, "What?" Like I was like, <laughs> but then when it kind of like the more it sat in, I was like, well, "You know, that's kind of cool. I might do that in some other songs." So, I mean, if you listen through the full album and like really listen close to the lyrics, there's some songs that will reference like "Moving On" references entropy. Um, this one references Dream and the Dow. So I think it's kind of cool because it like yeah. pieces it all together. It's not like a concept, but it shows like the growth of everyone as a whole. So I think it's kind of a neat concept. Uh, not too cheesy either. It's pretty subtle, I think. <laughs> nice. Thank you guys for talking with us. We're going to get you guys set up and do some one shots. And Luke, Sounds if great. you mess it up, by God, man. <laughs> 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 <It'd be praying. laughs> Thank you guys for having us. Oh, man. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank yeah. you.
Times I know 